A doctor's experiment to save his own life transforms him into... New life is upended by the return of the Eggman, an angry echidna. Decides instead to marry a random fan. Against her daughter across the multiverse. Seeks vengeance. This time on the Oscar should have gone to... Craig's 2022 rank so far. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... I mean, probably none of these movies we're going to talk about. Hey, sorry, can you hear me now? I turned off my microphone for a second. Oh, yeah, I can hear you now. Um, so... Meg, let's just be honest with our with our beautiful listeners, our wonderful listeners. We were supposed oh. to be releasing our night, our much, much Hyped. anticipated <laughs> 1952 episode this week. Um, you know, the, people out there, the the Moulin Rouges, not not <laughs> fans of the not Mm-mm. fans of the 2001 film. Of course, we're of course talking Mm-mm. about the the Jose Ferrer 1952 film. Um, you know, they've been getting on us, the Grady's, the greatest show on earth the fans. Ivanhoe, the the I, Ivanhoe heads. The Ivanhoe heads. You know, all these people, they're like, when is this happening? When is this happening? And it is happening soon. We have a tremendous guest lined up. I don't want to yeah. say who it is. Should we not say who it is? No, should we should not no, say who it is. I want to wait until the episode. Um, I also okay. want people to kind of be like, do Craig and Megan like know someone like, that's like in a like like that are like like actually like a movie star or something that they're gonna get for this episode and maybe and we maybe do maybe we do maybe we do that's maybe all, we do that's all we'll say we're not gonna say anything else other than I particularly yeah am so excited yeah 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 no for I, this next episode I am as well I am as well um, might be the one that does us in yeah who knows yeah. um but of course we couldn't leave you without content for a full month. No, God no. So for those of you who are longtime listeners of the podcast, you know, back before the world exploded, uh, Megan would, you know, sojourn into Europe for 10 days I would, at a I time. Would have to take, I would have to take my, take my, my little, my little trips, she'd have, my little trips she'd, here, there. She'd head over to the continent. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she did that, usually in the, you know, late summer, early fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have on our uh, friend of the podcast, Joe Gillette, and I would just go through all of the f- films I'd seen that year from, you know, let's say at that time of the year, like 65, and we just count down to one, talking very briefly about each one. So we're going to do an early version of that with the Megan Murphy, my usual co-host. She's been on all but two episodes of this podcast, and yet she's <laughs> never done something in this style before. No, and I'm really uh, I when I remember listening to driving around Spain, uh-huh. listening to the podcast uh, that you recorded with Joe, and you know how do you that say, was more fun. How do you say? That, how do you I'd say, rather be there. How do you say FOMO in Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> I, I truly, truly could not tell you. Bummer for me. I picked up absolutely none. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. What a you know, 
traveling traveling is overrated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting at my kitchen table listening to all of the fucking movies that you've seen is really where it's at. This is where you want to be. Meanwhile, I have an eyelash in my coffee, so. So uh, let's put down some ground rules for this uh, so people are aware. So this is going to be the 32 films I've seen that are 2022 Technically, I would guess you could say awards releases. So films that Megan and I have talked about previously, like Cyrano or The Worst Person in the World, that got wide releases in 2022, but were eligible for this past year's Academy Awards, not on the list. This is only movies that uh, did not factor into this year's award picture at all. Um, And then I do have a list of films that I have not seen. Don't know if I'll see, but you might have heard of some of these films that came out in 2022 and might be wondering, where is that on the list? Sundown, which is a little indie with Tim Roth, didn't see it. Texas. Oh, we're going to talk about it. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre did not watch the new Netflix version. I'm sure Megan did not watch that at all. Maddie probably watched it, though, right? Uh, I I don't think he even watched it either, but I, I definitely did not, and nor will I. A movie that... I would like to see, and I'm sure Megan would like to see, that I missed because it was only out for a week, Aline, which, uh-huh. which yes. was a French uh, film, basically a faux Celine Dion uh, yes. biopic. Uh, missed that one. I have also not gotten- Two things I love, French shit and Celine Dion. Yeah. Saw her in- Should I tell my Celine Dion story? Is this a good time Please, for that? Yeah, it's perfect. Okay. I just want to say that I saw Celine Dion. This is one of the more embarrassing stories- and I have got some embarrassing stories Craig can attest to. Yeah. Um, I saw Celine Dion in Vegas. And when I tell you, it was the very, very, very back row of the very, very, very top uh, balcony. That's where my seat, my, me and my sister and my, and Maddie, my husband and my sister's husband, my brother-in-law. And we, my sister and I got big cups, like huge solo cups full of wine, red wine. And as you do. Yeah. As one does classy and we i drank probably about half of it <clears throat> during the show it was a big cup and at the end we're going down the stairs like it's a long stairwell to get down the stairs from the top and i'm wearing heels which i don't often do but when in vegas and i tripped and <laughs> <laughs> I'm reliving this Mm -hmm. and knocked my glass of red wine out of my hand. It soaked (laughs) so many people below me, including this one woman who was wearing like a white fur because like, you know, like they're like dressed up going to Celine Dion. The, um, the look on my face, it also went all over me, the look on the people. And then the worst part, I had to keep walking. We had to keep walking down. And now everybody in the stairwell hates me. Yeah. And I remember coming around the corner and my brother-in-law and my sister who were further down below didn't get splashed, but saw the whole thing happen. They were, they couldn't breathe. They were laughing so hard. They, I turned like I, and I was like, and they were just, I literally, I've never seen anybody laugh so hard in my entire life. And that's my Celine Dion story. <clears throat> um, I want to see that movie is the end of that. Ali, um, don't bring any wine into it. We already know what had happened. <laughs> Do you think, I wonder if they dramatized that moment in the movie, Aline. Truly? <laughs> 
it was dramatic enough for everybody involved. I don't, I, I can't see it on the silver screen. Yeah. It would be too much. Um, Father Stu, I think we might have mentioned this on an episode. This was the Mark Wahlberg, Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson. flick. Yeah, I'm not going to um, see that shit. Uh, have not seen that one. And then uh, this is what I actually don't know if you did see, because I know you said you would maybe go see. Did you see Infinite Storm? Oh, I didn't. And we I, we wanted to go see it. It just never, yeah. Anyway. Naomi, but, you know, it takes place in New Hampshire, Mount Washington. Naomi Watts on Mount Washington. Um, a couple Netflix movies I didn't see. The Bubble, the maligned Judd Apatow mm. comedy. And Apollo 10 and a half, which is the Richard Linklater and rotoscoped movie about the summer of 1969 when Apollo 11 landed on the moon and kind of his story of being 10 and a half at the time. And then, uh, we were just talking about one of these, but there's uh, several indie films that came out this weekend that I have not seen yet. Uh, Petite Maman, which uh, actually came out last year, uh, but I would consider it this year because it did not play into the Oscars at all. Um, Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. A movie called Anais in Love that's actually drawing some uh, worst person in the world comparisons. Uh, We're all going to the World's Fair, which I think you can already was already available on uh, streaming, like uh, VOD. Uh, And then a movie called Hatching. Most of these, I think these are all, except for we're all going to the World's Fair, the rest of them are all foreign films. And then I have not seen The Bad Guys, which was a well-reviewed animated movie that came out last week, or Memory, which was a not well-reviewed Liam Neeson movie that came out just a couple days ago. So those are some of the movies that I will maybe see, probably won't see. That are not on my list. Should we do I'll it? see Infinite Storm. Oh, I'll see the shit out of Infinite Storm, let me tell you. Yeah, like, I'm well, sad that I didn't see that in theaters. That's you. You know, that's where you're from. Mm-hmm. And it definitely sounds like something that would happen to me. Getting caught in a storm on a mountain. Me, the, <laughs> the as everybody knows, well, we, we, classic outdoors. Well, it's, outdoors it's weird because we used to always call you the alpinist. Mm. And then they kind of stole it. Then your, that movie came out yeah. and they stole it away from me. Yeah. yeah. Not cool. Yeah. Not nope. cool at all. Shall we nope. start? Shall we start our countdown? Yeah, let's hit it. All right. Let's hit it. So number 32 <clears throat> and number 31 truly battle back and forth for the worst movie that I've seen this year. And I feel like we'll probably still be battling for that spot at the end of this year. Oh, this will be fun. This is fun. But number what, what 32, I have Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> We need to talk about this because we talk, we've talked to our, our favorite film critic, Richard Lawson, um, who writes for uh, Vanity Fair. Yeah. He liked it. Yeah. And I and Maddie went to see it because, uh, primarily, I think, because he was like, well, I mean, Rich, you know, yeah. it might be interesting. And both of you are like, oof. It's, oof, so, it's, oof, oof. it's so bad and it's, it's almost impressively bad. Um, in a way, it's completely nonsensical. There's a tacked-on post-credit sequence with Michael Keaton's character, uh, the Vulture, from uh, the first new Spider-Man movie, um, and where it seems like they're going to team up to take on Spider-Man. Mind you, Spider-Man is never mentioned in the film Morbius at all, and the whole film, they are trying to portray Morbius sort of as... Our hero character? Yeah, I thought he was supposed to be, like, a good guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does bad things because he can't control his vampire nature at first. Right. Um, 
truly awful film. Um, <laughs> and you know what the the craziest thing about it is? It's so bad, and Jared Leto's not even playing like we crashed House of Gucci like over the top Jared Leto. Like he's yeah. being very boring and like just straight laced. And it's like, why would you even get like Jared Leto? Your mileage definitely will vary with him, but the only thing he, that's interesting about him is he makes wild swings. So yeah. why and would when you he's go playing out and a do vampire, something? Yeah, just just go for it. Yeah, just be insane. Mm, I'm not going to see that. I'm going to tell you right now. Let's play this game. So every movie that I've not seen is going to be like. Am I going to see it? Am I not going to see you'll it? Tell, I'm not you'll tell. See you're not going to see that. Okay. I'm not going to. Here's see another it. one. Uh, this one is now available on HBO Max. If you wanted to see it. And that is Moonfall, also a terrible, terrible film. <laughs> I was ex- now this one bums me out because yeah. I was I you know how I love disaster movies yeah. and I like big stupid movies are really fun. Um, and I was excited to see this in theaters, and then when it came out, people were like, "Ooh, it's actually not fun." Yeah, don't see it. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not. It's not. I guess it's just like not wild enough. It's almost tries to play it. As something that actually is probably going to happen soon, that the moon will be inhabited by alien life that caused it to come crashing down on us. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. They play it like... That, 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 Wait, that, what? That it's like a serious like thing that probably will happen, like... Anyway, uh, the dialogue is horrible. It's it's a bummer. You know, we're big. How Samuel Tarly? We're big Patrick Wilson fans on this podcast. Yeah. You know, Acad- Academy Award winner Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, those are by far the two worst movies I've seen this year. I gave them each one star on Letterboxd. Which, yeah. to get less than one star means you have to be... Like, nothing gets zero stars, because if you get zero stars, it looks like you just didn't rank it. With anything, Um, I think. What's what's an example of a movie that would get less than one star? Bright. I think I gave half a star to the Netflix. Right. um, Orcs in the real world. Um, Right. I think you. I think if it's a better idea and you completely botch it, because I thought that was like a cool idea, and then I thought it was like a really, really bad. I thought the ad campaign for it was fun. The billboards around that said like screw the moon or whatever that like looked like graffiti they'd been graffitied on like anti-moon stuff mm-hmm. i thought that was fun whoever came up with that ad campaign good job yeah sorry the movie sucked yeah so the next one is maybe not as bad of a movie as a lot of the things i'm gonna list some of the things i'm gonna list like directly after it but i think it's maybe the most disappointing movie i've seen this year and that's the lost hmm. city Hmm. Because I also haven't seen that yet, but I will see that movie. I think it's because for me, it was the worst possible movie they could make with the cast they had. Yeah. I, yeah. Because Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, you got a Brad Pitt extended cameo. Um, these are all very good actors, movie stars that I like to watch on screen. And yeah. they all have great, great chemistry, yeah. great, uh, very watchable. Yeah, it just, you know, it's very much a romancing the stone sort of uh, ripoff, but it's not even because of that. It's just because they don't, I feel like they don't let just the natural personalities shine very well. Is it not funny? I think it's just really, really poorly written. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, probably a worse movie, but I wasn't disappointed by it because the last movie had been so bad. Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets <sighs> of Dumbledore. So, okay. I, okay. So this one I think I'm going to not see. Yeah. Because I'm, I was so... As everybody knows, I am a proud Ravenclaw, mm-hmm. and as we a, are, as we are both, we are both Ravenclaws. Yes, um, my husband is a Gryffindor. I try not to hold that against him. My sister is a proud Hufflepuff, which is beyond me, mm-hmm. but whatever. Uh, I will say I love Harry Potter so much, and that last, the first Fantastic Beast was fine. Yeah, uh, I'm not a Eddie Redmayne fan, but let me tell you, that last one was I just couldn't. I couldn't wrap my head around it at all. And at the end, they like retconned it. Like they said he was the, what's his face is Dumbledore's brother. The guy, the kid, remember the kid? Oh yeah. At the end? Yeah. Well, no, that he is. So it's actually addressed more in this movie. He is his nephew. So okay. he's the son. Of, okay, and they retconned it again. Cause they said he was like, he, oh, you're Dumbledore. He's a, he's a Dumbledore. He's, he's the son of, uh, uh, Albus, Albus's not brother. Albus, um, Aberforth. Yeah, yes, he's Aberforth's son. Okay, and I love Mads Mikkelsen. Is he playing the, jo- is he just Johnny Depp's? Yes, is he and that, I mean, they don't, Grindelwald? they don't even do like, they, he's just Grindelwald. It's not like they try and do like something again where, you know, like Colin Farrell in the first movie, right. like <clears throat> we find out has been Grindelwald all along. All along, um, okay. I will say that is why this movie I think is slightly better than the previous movie because... Mads Mikkelsen rules. Mads Mikkelsen rules. It is crazy. If you sent someone to watch this movie just for the acting, which why would you do that? And we're like, okay, so the three leads in this movie, which are Mads Mikkelsen, Jude Law, and Eddie Redmayne, one of them has a Best Actor Academy Award. Guess which one? (laughs) (laughs) And if you ask someone that who had no idea about the uh, Academy Award history, I would guess... 100 out of 100 people would not assume it's Eddie Redmayne. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine they would pick that that dude at all. Yeah. Cannot imagine. So it's not good is what you're telling me. It's not me. good. It's not good. It's long. It's not good. Queenie's not, or not Queenie, um, the, uh, what's her name? Um, Tina? Yeah, she's not even in it. She's, she's in not it, in she's it? She's in it at the very end. I don't know if she's just like busy. I don't care. Here's the thing. I... Don't care. Give me Hermione or give me death. Um, so that uh, I have that sitting at number two. Actually, as a Ravenclaw, give me Luna Lovegood. Oh, okay. Or give me death. Yeah, there you go. She's, um, a, she's a Ravenclaw. I have that at sitting at 29. At 28, Uncharted. Mm. This is Not the video this game adaptation <laughs> starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Um, I, I watched enough hours of my husband play the video game. I feel like I got it. I have, I got it. I have rarely seen a performance more phone, phoned in than Mark Wahlberg's performance in Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> he was already looking ahead to Father Stu. Yeah, he was so jazzed about working with you know. Well, he was attached to this movie the, for like Mel Gibson. He was attached to this movie for like fifteen years, and basically right, he was like, going to be Nathan Drake, and he aged out. Yeah. Although, yeah. like, I guess he still is, like, almost closer to the age that Nathan Drake is supposed to be than Tom Holland is supposed to be. Because isn't most of the story, like, it's like a, th- you know, mid-30s adventurer, not like right. a 22-year-old. <laughs> um, anyway, that's Uncharted. We don't need to talk a ton about some of these movies. Master, I have next. This is a 
it's kind of a social sociological horror film starring Regina Hall. Um, it just didn't, it's, it's basically, it's a non, uh, descript sort of faux Ivy league college where she is a professor and there's not, um, it's about her and an undergrad who's also a, a black student. And most of the university is white upper class students. And it's sort of, I feel like it just didn't go far enough. I saw what it was trying to do, but I thought it just could have gone a lot further, either in the psychological horror direction or more in the social commentary direction. But it was sort of splitting the middle and didn't go for farther and far enough either way for me. Love Regina Hall. I'm not going to see it. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I'm not going to see it. <laughs> um, not I had a, to get that out there. Not as good as the first Sonic the Hedgehog. But man, Jim Carrey's just in his bag as Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> you know, it's good to see, you know, he says he's probably going to retire from acting soon because of the Will Smith slap or, you know, all sorts of things. But let him play the Eggman a few other times. Get us, get Idris back in there voicing sure. uh, Knuckles, you know. Sure. Sonic the Hedgehog sure. too. Knuckles, everybody. <laughs> Everybody loses their shit when Knuckles comes out. It's really it's it's been Schwartz's world, and the rest of us are just living in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, okay, next one is actually kind of falls in the Lost City category. Uh, the three five five. Oh, this is the secret agents around the world. Secret a- se- female secret agents around the world. Um, could have been a pandering idea. I think because of the people they got. It's actually like a kind of cool idea that was just like not a well-written movie. Um, but listen, Chastain, Lupita, Diana Kruger. Fan Bin Big? Diana Kruger. Look. Who, who do you think is the most famous of all of the, of the five, the three, five, five? Yeah, it's got to be Chastain, right? I don't know. I think Penelope Cruz oh, has Penelope more Cruz, of a... Penelope Cruz, yeah. That makes I think sense. Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz kind of plays the... Although are we are are we discounting Fan Bing Bing just because she's not fam- famous in America? I she's, mean, probably. She, there's a lot of yeah. Chinese people. Yeah, we probably. I still are. think it's Cruz, but Cruz is probably. I mean, yeah, Cruz makes sense. I mean, Chastain's maybe right there now. I guess when the movie came out, I would say definitely Cruz. I think is the right thing. But now that Chastain's won that Best Actress, mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. more in the conversation mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, it would be mm-hmm. between the two of them, though. Okay. Death on the Nile. Enough champagne to fill the Nile. <laughs> that I've seen enough. I'm not going to see any more. I will not watch this movie unless I'm on a plane, and I just want to see her say that one line. Yeah, and then I'll watch to the point where she goes, "Enough champagne to, to fill, fill the, the Nile." Um, I liked this better than I liked. Is she bad? She might be bad. She's bad. I think. I don't think it's yeah. even a might be situation. I think she was just yeah. good in the first Wonder Woman because she's sure. striking. She's literally the most beautiful woman on the planet. She's absolutely stunning. Yeah. And I think she's bad. Yeah. Anyway, continue. I do think I enjoyed this more than his murder on the Orient Express. Uh, it might be because I'd never seen Death on the Nile before, where I had seen the original murder on the Orient Express, so I knew what the ending was going to be. And this one, I mm-hmm. didn't know how it was going to turn out. Um, there's a whole army, you know, army hammers in this movie, which isn't, it's not the. It's not great seeing him. It's kind of. No. It's kind of a rough go. And they really hid him in the trailer yeah. too. 
Um, it's fine. It's it'd be a good plane movie, especially if you want to watch that one line, which I do. Um, it'd be I a don't. better like uh, ship on the Nile movie. Like if you were like traversing <laughs> the Nile, that's really. Can you imagine? Be, can you imagine being on the Nile? drinking champagne on the Nile and watching Gal Gadot say enough champagne to fill the Nile. I, I would kill myself right then. Cause I'd be like, this is it. I would, this apl- is the I would apply an asp directly to my breast. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's so dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Good job. Um, next I have fresh. Did you check out fresh? No, I don't know what fresh is. Uh, so it's available now on Hulu. It's Daisy Edgar Jones. Oh, okay. I do know what fresh and is. And Sebastian yeah. Stan, and they kind of go on a first date, and then he uh, kidnaps her. And I don't want to give too many spoilers about these movies, because obviously they're all, nothing's more than three, three and a half months old that's on this list. Um, really interesting conceit that I think just sort of loses steam a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Chiquita is poised to be a big deal. Did you, did you watch? Have you watched uh, Under the Banner of Heaven? We've yet? watched the first one. I think there's I watched, two up, the but too. we haven't watched the second one yet. She's yeah. good. She's good in that, and I loved her. In Nor- She's good. I, I loved her in Normal People, and I didn't love that show. I thought it was a little. I didn't finish. I didn't finish Normal People, and I, I was I like, this would have been a great like. I would have like, this would have been a great four episode show. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't. I need feel that eight episodes of it. I feel that deeply. I'm not a big Sally Rooney. Head. I know people love her. She's fine. Anyway, uh, that's enough literary talk. What are we, Agatha Christie? Get out of Sally town. Rooney. What's going on here? Go ahead. Uh, windfall. Windfall is. Does the wind get in a fight with Earth too now? <laughs> so, Windfall is the immediate sequel to Moonfall. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> For oh those God, of you, for those joke. of you listening at home, Megan is laughing so hard right now. You would think she just poured red wine on a scores of people in Las Vegas. <laughs> I didn't laugh when that happened. It wasn't funny. It's only funny now. Mm-hmm. Oh God, what a good joke. Good job, Megan. Okay, continue. Sorry, windfall. <clears throat> um, so this is Jesse Plemons uh, plays like a tech billionaire and he's married to um not not lily james but lily collins and then jason siegel like the lesser lily let's be real well i like i like lily collins you can have james i'll take collins okay cool great you have emily in paris and i will take pamela anderson great um in the divorce and then jason siegel like is like basically comes to their property and holds them hostage um, nice little three-hander, very COVID production, um, kind of twisty. Again, just Jason Siegel. I haven't seen Jason Siegel in a time. Yeah, again, just didn't kind of go quite far enough for me. I, I, I was, I wanted some more. I wanted some more. Are you going to tell us when we get to the point where the movies are good? Yeah, I mean, I would say probably starting with Fresh. That there's something we're seeing. And all these movies. I'll tell you when I like start really liking the movies, though. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I'm going to see Fresh. I'm probably not going to see Windfall. Speaking of, well, I just said there wasn't enough. Speaking of too much, and by that, I, th- I think I've already said this on this podcast, took too much time, and that's Ambulance, which honestly, oh, yeah. if it had been 30 minutes shorter, would have been a four-star movie. It probably would be like top five or six of the year. But I was actively angry by the end that I was still in the theater, um, and it was not tied up and 
I'd been there for two hours and 20 minutes. I'm going to see it. I almost saw it yesterday because um, I'm, 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 I was so jazzed about it, and I, I do love uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. But again, I want to reiterate, no movie should, unless your movie is Titanic, mm-hmm. Schindler's List, or fucking Gone with the Wind, make it under two hours. Make it under two hours. Megan especially is, Megan's putting her foot down. I'm putting my foot down. I'm putting my foot down. Especially if you are Michael fucking Bay. Come on. There's you couldn't you couldn't leave a little bit on the kind of floor. Let's 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 give it a give me a break here. I'm gonna see it. Um, definitely worth, I, I mean, I think it's definitely fun. I think it's going to be a huge cable movie. A lot of people, it bombed at the box office, but people are going to catch up with this movie. Um, next I have Duel. So this is a Riley Stearns film, uh, starring Karen Gilliam, where it's a super interesting, uh, so did you see, this is about the clone, right? Yeah. So if you saw the. Apple TV Plus had a movie with Mahershala Ali called Swan Song that came out last year that has a very similar setup in that he is dying and we have reached a point in science that you can clone yourself so basically your loved ones don't have to experience life without you. Duel is a little different, first of all, in that in Swan Song, you're kind of doing it and putting that person out into the world and... No one's the wiser. Whereas Duel, for the most part, people kind of freely admit, like, I am dying. Your clone comes to live with you to learn your ways. So if you're in a relationship or you're living with other people, like, you're both around those people for that period of time before you die. So the the the, the sort of twist to Duel is that Karen Gilliam, after deciding to do this, finds out she is not, in fact, dying. She goes into remission. So in a case like this, when that happens, you can have the clone decommissioned. But if enough time has gone by, the clone can basically file paperwork saying, I don't want to be decommissioned. And then they each have a year to train and then they have a duel. And the winner is the one that gets to go on living because you can't have yourself and a clone out in the world. Sure. This all makes sense. Um, Yes. Yeah. So. This is is a very dry movie. Like the comedy is very uh, deadpan, uh, almost. So it's played funny. It is. It, it is, is definitely funny. played for laughs. I think it's uh, and <clears throat> for me to say this, it kind of shows you. It's almost. It's too dry. Hmm. I think it's too like dead face. Which Riley Stearns is kind of. That's what he's known for. He's one of those directors that. I feel like he's consistently reviewed really well by like IndieWire and stuff like that. Every time I see his movie, I'm like, I don't hate that I saw that, but I don't get why you People love that. People are losing their mind. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. This next movie. Maybe, I, maybe I'll see it. Okay. Maybe oh, I'll see right. it. Right. This next movie, if you haven't seen, I'm sure you will see. Mm-hmm. And that's Deep Water. Oh, yeah. I've seen Deep Water. Yeah. <laughs> For a second, I was like, is it on the oh I'm sorry. Deep water. So you so we are now you put deep water before all these other movies. Well, so a movie a movie in which Yeah. <laughs> a movie in which <laughs> Ben <laughs> Okay. A movie in which Ben Affleck keeps pet snails. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Them. Listen, these are, this is still a, I still have this at like three stars. Like, it's not like all of a sudden, like we've this jumped This is at three stars yeah. out of, 
out of a hundred? Yeah, because you know many? what? So for me, three stars means I didn't mind I watched it. Will I ever watch mm. it again? I don't know. Would I tell someone you have to see it? Probably not. But it's not like I felt like afterwards I was like, oh, I wasted two hours. No, I still need to know. Three stars out of four? Five out of five. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would put that that high, but this movie, this movie was, it was a ride. Yeah. It was a ride. I do, she is very pretty and I want to cut my hair like her. If I cut my hair like that. Do you think, do you think you would look like her? <laughs> just, I just wanted to check just to see, you know what? Don't answer that. I mean, maybe we don't know until you do it. We don't know. We don't know until we do it. Um, yeah, this movie is. Okay. Well, this is like the first movie on the list you saw. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. And you put, and it's I, all the other, every other movie I've seen this year, I would put above it. So there we go. Great. Um, so the last uh, <laughs> movie that I have in terms of like a three star movie is this movie called Mothering Sunday, which I think I, I don't remember if I mentioned it on Potter right after he got off a of pod that I was going to go see. Um, it's like sort of a British. Uh, drawing room-esque movie starring Odessa Young and Josh O'Connor. Josh O'Connor, of course, um, Prince Charles from The Crown. Oh. Oh. Um, and then Olivia Coleman and Colin Firth play these, uh, basically Odessa Young works for them as a maid and she's having an affair with Josh O'Connor's character who the whole movie is set up. There's these three very uh, well-to-do couples that always hang out, have lunch, and then their children are close, but they have lost many of their children because this is, I think, not long after World War One. So Josh O'Connor is the only living son of any of the families still alive because all the rest of them have passed away. And I'm sorry, he is Olivia Coleman and Colin Firth's kid? No, he's one of the other couple's kids. Okay. Um, so anyway, it's a drama. It's a romance there's a lot of, you know, grief in it, obviously, because of what these people have lost. The reason this movie is in a little bit higher for me in terms of a, a star score is, so it's on Mother's Day in the UK is when it takes place. And these couples are all meeting for lunch. And then Josh O'Connor's character and the daughter of one of the other couples are engaged to be married. But Josh O'Connor's sleeping with Odessa Young's character, who's a maid, a houseworker. So she goes to his home because everybody else is all already left for this lunch and they have, you know, they're like little day together. They fuck. He has to leave to go to the lunch late. And she he's like, but don't you know what? Take your time. Don't like rush out of the house, like take as much time as you need. And then she walks around the entire house fully nude. For like wow. 15 minutes, like exploring the rest of the house. And I was like, there's nothing about the character that makes any sense that she would do this. Like, you're like, why, why was this the choice? Why is she doing, why is she doing this completely nude when, you know, one of the domestics could come home, you know, someone else also, could come Mother's home Also, Mother's Day later. in England is in like February, right? Isn't it like, it's like cold. I, I, like England. Yeah. Put, put some clothes um, on, girl. Anyway, it was a very weird. I just, I was like sitting there, like, why is this happening? This just doesn't make sense. Hmm. So anyway, um, so that's the end of my three star movies. We're, Would I like it? Should I see it? Would I like it? I mean, you do get to see Josh O'Connor hangs dong in it. Oh, so he's 
he's not. That's not of of. That's not the person that I would want to see. Right. Dong in it, yeah. but maybe I'll see it. Maybe. Maybe. All right, we're getting to three and a half stars. Dog. Dog. <laughs> I loved dog. <laughs> I love dog. She loves dogs. I love dong, and I love dog. Yeah, those are your things. Mm-hmm. Those are the things. I love dog. Dog is fun. Yeah. Dog is, is a fun movie. Yeah, nice little movie. Will I ever watch it again? I don't know. Maybe if I want to cry, I'll watch the end of it. Oh, yeah. Did I cry? Did I cry? Did I cry? I cried. And also, guys, dogs. Yeah. Dogs are great. Listen, Channing Tatum, movie star. Movie star. Movie fucking star. Hey, he, like, co-directed this, too, hey, right? Hey, you know what else? That dog? Movie star. Movie star. Every dog, every dog is a movie star. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, next, I have another movie that I think you probably saw. Marry Me. I did see Marry Me. <laughs> I liked Mary Me. I did see Mary Me. Is the is there a ton of chemistry Mary between me, the two Mary of them? Me, see us. No, not really. Was this Definitely like an not. enjoyable little rom com that we don't really get that often anymore? Yeah, I thought so. Um, what's that good the good song? Church. You know that song Church at the beginning? When she's wearing like the like the bodysuit that has like the big cross. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. That's better than Marry Me. Marry Me, Marry Me. Say see yes. Us. Um yeah, I like Mary Me. I mean, she looks like insane. Yeah. I cannot believe. I mean, it's so it's such boring, well trod territory. But I can't believe that woman is yeah. like 50, 50 uh, Yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Sure, sure. Nice little, sure. nice little flick. I think it's on Peacock. Sure. If you want to watch it, have fun, guys. Mary Me, Mary Me, say, say yes. yes. Uh, I can't think of how church church goes, but it's like I'm gonna, like I forget how it goes, but it's a good song. Um, next, I have the Fallout. Uh, which is an HBO Max movie. Um, it is about it's so it stars Jenna Ortega, who's going to show up two more times on the, this list. She's had a big first half of first third of twenty twenty two. It's basically uh, her in the fallout of a school shooting. So like it kind Ooh. of opens, and we see her and another girl like that are not friends. They just you know go through school together, like in a bathroom stall together with a, a guy while there's a school shooting happening and just kind of the emotional fallout that they all sort of, uh, have from that. But maybe I will see that. Cause I, did I tell you, I just read this whole book about Columbine. This is a, taking a dark turn, but, um, it was very, it was very interesting. Yeah. It's, uh, I forget who wrote this book, but I should say it because Dave Cullen, I think, is his name. Anyway, if you're interested in, like, the psychology behind it and the whole thing, um, yeah, Dave Cullen. Uh, Dave Cullen's book, Columbine, is really good and, I think, important. So maybe I will see that. Um, Next, I have an Amazon Prime movie, I Want You Back. Did you check out this movie? No, I but I do want to see it because I love Jenny Slate. Yeah, Jenny Did you see the – have you seen the trailer, by the way, for Marcel the Show? Yes, yeah. Oh, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm literally dying. Uh – yeah, I will see this movie. I will see this movie. Yeah. Did you like it? You liked it. I liked it. Jenny Slate, Charlie Day play people that basically come together to try and break up. The, their exes break up with them and they start dating. So they kind of come together to, uh, or they're trying to break up their exes who are now with other people. They're not, their exes are not together. Right. Um, yeah. Cute little, cute little rom-com. I'll watch that. Yeah. Jackass Forever. Oh, so good. So good. That's a four star movie. 
That is a good. I had it at three and a half. But it's just as good. But this is it's it's 13 on my list. So we're getting close to my top 10. Jackass forever. I mean, you know what you're going to get. It's fun. It's going to make you laugh. Not you're going to you're going to laugh. Maybe not all the all. You know, there's some misses in there. Yeah, a couple of them are are stupid. Yeah, but, like, but the good thing most is, are... most of them are like three to five minutes long. So if you don't like what mm-hmm. you're watching, blink, it's over. Mm-hmm. Funny, funny shit. Uh, number twelve, I have the outfit. Uh, I did not see this. Many really liked it. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's. I, I think the best. I doubt I'll see this. The best thing I can say about this movie is there is a scene between Mark Rylance, who has gotten more into doing films in the last decade, and. Uh, Simon Russell Beale, who these guys are two of the top British stage actors of their generation. Um, and neither of them, Simon Russell Beale still doesn't do a ton of movies. Um, and there's like just a couple scenes between the two of them. It takes place in Chicago. It's uh, Mark Rylance plays a tailor who kind of is used as a area where like payments are dropped off for the controlling mob family syndicate of the area and he gets embroiled with that and his assistant um who's played by uh zoe deutsch who i like um yeah it's you know again not a movie that i think people need to rush out and see but if you said told me you were gonna go see it i wouldn't say no i wouldn't say stop i think i told my parents i said i think i think i told or i think i told my yeah it's definitely a good dad movie yeah it's a good dad movie i love it Sure. Uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. I thought this was so fun. Way more fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. I wanted it. I kind of wanted more of the like moments with him talking to his younger self. Like I thought that. Yeah, I thought that was, some of that yeah. stuff was funner than. I almost wanted it to be more about him like reliving past movies and having like the scenes like where he's like sitting on the bottom of the pool drinking and. Kind of the callbacks to other movies. I could have actually used more of that. Sure, sure. I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I think you're not wrong. I just like that it, it, I do feel like it moved like at a good clip. Mm-hmm. And like, especially towards the end, I was like, okay, I, no, I don't want to give anything away, but I was like, I'm done with this now. And then it ended. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, cool, great. Also, I think Pedro Pascal is a fucking star. Yeah. I like think that guy is so funny and good. And it's so weird if fan. he's not just wearing like a big helmet. I know he can actually do things. So sidebar, did I watch the last two episodes and only the last two episodes of the Boba Fett show just so I could see, uh, Grogu? Grogu? I absolutely did. Have I finished the first season of the Mandalorian yet? I have not. (laughs) Craig. Oh my God. I just don't guys. I don't like star Wars. I just don't really like star Wars. I can't get into that world. I can't do it. I guess that's fine. I can get into it when there's a fucking little, Little little baby Yoda. Yeah. I just can't. I love, I love that Grogu. Yeah. Anyway. All right, my top this was a fun movie. My top ten so far. Turning red. Yeah, I love this. I this was great. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Good little My favorite picks are in a long time. Yeah. That see it's a lot of people felt that way. I don't know that I liked it that much. I liked it better than I think the last several, but you know, some people are like, it's the best one since Inside Out. I'm a big Coco head. Oh, it's not as good as Coco. Yeah. Let's not be, let's not go crazy. Yeah. But I probably liked it more than Inside Out. Yeah. Like, maybe. Um, um, Coco is, uh, is, a, is a work of art, is a masterpiece. Um, do you remember the first time you turned into a giant red panda? 
I liked um, her friends so much. Like, I liked the horniness of it. I I always love like mother daughter stuff. Yeah. Um, it's like it really it 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 speaks to girls. But I I just thought it was yeah it was really well done. Yeah. Um, number nine, I have Kimmy. Did you watch this on I had, HBO I didn't Max? Watch, I didn't the Soderbergh one. Yeah. I didn't watch Kimmy. Um, <clears throat> it's good. I mean, it's not like uh, it's not a major work, but I think I think Zoe Kravitz is quickly becoming kind of one of my favorite people to watch on screen. Like, I just think there's something very magnetic about her. Um, and this is almost a one hander. Like, she kind of carries the whole movie. Um, yeah, <clears throat> a nice little little COVID era tech thriller. Um, on HBO Max. Number eight, You Won't Be Alone. Right. Maddie loved this movie. I haven't, I, I've not seen it. Um, <clears throat> I love like, ha- I like love half this movie and the other half is a little malicky for me um, in that it's wandering. Mm. But uh, the stuff that I really love, I really, really love. And I think uh, if you like uh particularly if you are a fan of Terrence Malick, which Megan and I are obviously on record as not being, but also if you like a movie like uh, A Ghost Story, I think there's definitely some similarities to something like that as well. This is a, it's a Macedonian witch movie. But would I like it? Mm. I think you'd be like me. I think there'd be certain scenes that she would really dig and other things that she'd be like, it's kind of, it might be, I wouldn't say it's really scary, but it is there. It's definitely a little gross. So you may not like oh, that. stuff. I don't either. like that. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, okay. Here's where I get controversial. I, 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 I there's a movie that I recently saw that is, I guess going to be in your top 10 and I'm interested to see where it is. Here's okay. Number seven. I have everything everywhere all at once. It's so crazy to me yeah. because that is, and it's not, it's so boring for me to say, but it's like, that's my number one with a bullet. And right. I sort of can't imagine anything else beating it. Like it's, I think that's maybe one of my top favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Again, I look forward to seeing it again. Um, I'm hoping that if I go on with like a little less hype, I'll understand uh, the full love that so many people have for it. Did um, you cry? Um... I cried three times. I might have gotten like teary eyed at the end, but I didn't like, I did not sob. Oh, I sobbed. Yeah. I straight up again, mother daughter stuff. Although it's funny because, um, I was talking to Maddie about this afterwards and like for him, the, the, um, the husband wife stuff hit way harder for him. He was like, that was the emotional core of the movie for him. And for me, it was so the, the mother daughter sort of relationship. Um, Do you think it's and because I think because, for some people it's the father father daughter yeah. relationship. Do you, you know? think it's, it's like because a, he he understands what it's like to be in a marriage that's falling apart? <laughs> <laughs> he gets it, baby. I mean, he gets it. Uh, I mean, for the editing alone, and just uh, you know, it's just I think it's rare that a movie like I really laughed at some parts, and then and just really was blown, like just emotionally drained by the end. Loved it though. Uh, number six, I have All the Old Knives, which is, uh, it's like a spy thriller that's on Amazon Prime now. I watched it in a theater, uh, but it's Chris Pine and Tandy Newton. Um, it's basically this, about a terrorist attack that has happened a decade prior, 
where all these people are killed in Austria and then they kind of, they have to go back and reinvestigate it because they find out there was a mole within the CIA branch in Austria. It's just that, uh, you know, they, it's just, it's like John, I don't think it's based on a John le Carre book, but it's very similar to, you know, every couple years we were getting one of yeah. those le Carre thrillers. Spy who came yeah. in for the cold, and whatever. A most wanted man, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. I just like movies like that. It's, it's just a thing. It's a thing that I like. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. All right. Top five. Cool. Number five, I have X. Yeah, I'm not going to see this. You're not going to see this. I'm... X is about a uh, group of people that go to a uh, farmhouse out in, I think it's supposed to be Texas, uh, to shoot a porno. And uh, then it uh, gets pretty horrific in there. It's a horror movie. Uh, this is not a movie for Megan. She won't like it. She's not going to see it. You know what's so funny is my parents saw it. I guess my parents went to see, uh, they were like, we want to see a movie. So, of course, why would you call me? Right. I mean, hello, yeah. the person that knows about movies. So they didn't. <laughs> they went and saw, uh, they went and got tickets for Uncharted. And then they were early for Uncharted, sitting in the theater waiting. And my dad was like, what did this get on Rotten Tomatoes? And looked it up and it has like... You know, it was whatever, yeah. panned, obviously. And they were like, well, what's the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes that's playing at this theater right now? And it was X. And so then they left and went and saw X. And What did they think of X? Did not care for <laughs> it, Greg. Did not care for it. <laughs> Mike and Deb, not big fans of X. Huh. Maddie, liked, anyway. Maddie liked X, yeah? Oh, yeah, he loved it. Yeah. I'm not going to see it. Yeah. Um, number four. Oh, there's another movie that you haven't mentioned so maybe okay, I haven't sorry, seen continue. it. So number four, I have Scream. Oh yeah, this movie was really good. Yeah. Not better than fucking everything everywhere all at once. It was but, for okay. me. I had more fun. I liked it. Oh, I, I had a ball. I liked Scream. I liked it. I liked it. I like the. Me- I know people were mad about the meta stuff. I, that's what Scream is. It's always been that. That's that's so <laughs> stupid to be like, like be mad at like Halloween Kills if it gets meta. You can't be mad at yeah. Scream for being meta. Scream. The original Scream was meta. The original like, Scream was meta. Yeah. That's the whole point. Um. Anyway. Jenna Ortega, who I mentioned earlier, in X and Scream also. So, Is she the one that dies? Is she, oh, sorry. You know what? We can't give away spoilers for Scream. Um, well, in Scream, she's the younger... No, she's the younger sister in Scream. No spoilers, oh, okay. but she's okay. the younger sister. Uh, number three, I have After Yang. Silence. <laughs> um, this is a independent film. Star, uh, another sort of like futuristic it's Colin Farrell and he plays the patriarch of this family that originally we think it's uh him and his wife and their adopted daughter and son and then the son dies and we find out the son is actually a like android that they have adopted because they have a um I believe she's supposed to be a Chinese daughter I know the director's Korean but I don't think she's Korean in the film um so they basically have brought in this android to help her teach her about her culture. Um, yeah, it's an affecting drama. It has the best credit sequence of the year. Like, opening credit sequence is incredible. And, uh, yeah, I think people should check it out. I think it's on, like, Showtime or something. Wow. So there goes my theory about you not liking everything everywhere all at once because you're a racist, I guess. Yeah. No. Yeah, I know it's gone. Uh, number two, gone. I have The Batman. Wow. Yeah. Too long. I haven't. But. I, uh, the reason why I haven't, I I cannot believe a number two movie for you. It's like over two and a half hours, right? I know. 
That's and I I think it's too long. I think it's too long. I'm fine with this movie being over two hours. It probably should have been like two fifteen, two twenty, not two fifty five. I will watch it eventually, but I'm gonna need to take breaks because I don't care enough about uh, I don't care enough about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a well. We do have my my girl Zoe as Catwoman. I know. So I know she is great. Yeah. So my number one movie currently of 2022 is The Northman. Wow, that's wild. That's wild. I thought it was kind of pedestrian. Is that the right word? Interesting. I thought it, I thought it was like, I was just like, yeah, I get it. Because here's the thing. I want to be very clear. I didn't give any of these movies more than four stars. I gave Scream after Yang the Batman and The Northman four stars. So... Usually, like, that means you'll make my top 25 for the year. But usually, like, my top like my top 10 this past year was all at least four and a half stars. So I don't think any of these movies, likely by the end of the year, are even going to be in my top 10. And I don't even like The Northman as much as I liked The Witch, for instance. It's not mm-hmm. even my favorite of his movies. I liked The Lighthouse more than I liked The North. See, I didn't like I didn't really like The Lighthouse. I know a lot of people I didn't really love The Lighthouse. Yeah. And I didn't see The Witch because I thought it was going to be too scary. Right. It's not it's more atmospheric, I would say. I that know, movie. but it's scary. Um I guess I just like the big swings. Again, like I feel like if I watched like my top 10 again, like The Northman could be a 10. Um yeah. honestly, like but there were, and this was similar, like there were scenes like I really liked and other things I didn't. I liked a lot of the battle stuff. Um, yeah. It just felt like a, a bloodier Marvel movie to me, sort of. Right. And that's not even like a knock, I guess. Like, to, you know what I mean? I, it was just, it was not as, uh, it just was not what I was, I guess it wasn't as interesting as I thought it was going to you be. Were mad. Maybe that's a thing. You were mad you couldn't really see the dicks during the volcano. That fight. too. I was like, what? Like, there's a naked fight scene and I'm seeing Nadong. At least give me a, and the dog dies. So at least, you know what I mean? This is what I'm talking about. Um, I do like Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. And I thought Nicole Kidman was very fun. Yeah, she was great. She's great. Um, um, I thought the best performance was Klaus Bang, I think, though. The guy who played yeah. his uncle. His uncle. Yeah. Who, yeah, he's really good at it. Um, so that's it. Oh, That's so Craig's the, I didn't 32 see this, so far. <laughs> 32 so far. I didn't see this, but Ma- Maddie's worst movie of the year by a lot worse than Morbius, he said, was Studio 666 or whatever. Oh, the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters movie. Yeah. Um, I was going to go see it, and then it was like only playing like at like 10.30 p.m., and I was like, I'm not going to no, see ma'am. a movie at 10.30 p.m. What am I'm I? I'm old. I'm a geriatric millennial. What am I, 19? <laughs> Trying to go see... The Dark Knight? Like, oh my God. Remember, we used to go see, I used to go see like midnight, like movies at midnight. Yeah. Though, because I was like, I'm so excited to see The only this time movie. I see a movie now, the day it comes out, is if I can go at four o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Am I seeing anything past 8 30? I'll be asleep. Yeah. I'll be asleep by the end. No, thank you. Um, interesting, interesting, Craig. Interesting. Well, that's interesting. my list so far. I'm sure it'll change a lot. But, you know, luckily our listeners will be with me for the ride. Oh, good Lord. 
Um, wow, we've been recording almost an hour. Yeah, I thought this was going to be quick. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Meg, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, not at this time. Um, fall, I guess I'm on Instagram, Murphy Megan. Mm-hmm. You can uh, follow us on Instagram, speaking of, at the Oscar yeah, Should Have Gone this, To. I would like to plug this podcast. How about that? Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Facebook or Facebook at the or Facebook's The Oscar Should Have Gone To. Twitter, The Oscar Should. If you like what you're listening to, please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. We promise 1952, that's our next step. Should just be a couple more weeks. So, G- gonna be a big one. Yeah. So, gonna. you really want to gonna dig into the quiet man. If you haven't had a haven't had an opportunity to yet to revisit mm-hmm. that, um, uh, we'll basically we'll make sure we have it up by high noon on the uh, we, normal now we've day. Mentioned them all. I, I, Good job. Yeah, I did it. Good job. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>